Welcome to Learn, Practice, Perform, a skills development podcast produced by TSW Training. Today we're going to learn about Daniel Goleman's emotional intelligence. Let's dive in. Daniel Goleman's emotional intelligence in leadership, how to improve motivation in your team. Learn how to lead and manage your team using best-selling author Daniel Goleman's psychological theory on emotional intelligence. Key points. Managers with emotional intelligence, otherwise known as EQ, achieve objectiveness through their self-awareness, which promotes productive, motivated and equal workplaces. Daniel Goleman's emotional intelligence theory outlines five components of EQ, self-awareness, self-regulation, motivation, empathy and social skills. Emotional intelligence can be applied to meet goals and targets, as well as create happier and healthier working cultures. Who is Daniel Goleman? Scientific journalist, author and psychologist, Daniel Goleman popularised the concept of emotional intelligence, otherwise known as EQ, in 1995 in his book Emotional Intelligence, Why It Can Matter More Than IQ. Goleman is not the founder of emotional intelligence theory. He rather developed a framework of five key components that make up emotional intelligence, plus a range of skills that can be developed and improved, so it's possible for anyone to become more emotionally intelligent. What is emotional intelligence? Emotional intelligence is the ability to understand and manage your own emotions and feelings, as well as those of others. As a manager, you can apply emotional intelligence to achieve self-awareness, objectivity and equality, all in the name of improving results, workplace culture and employee fulfillment. Goleman breaks down EQ into five components. Number one, self-awareness. Number two, self-regulation. Number three, motivation. Number four, empathy. And number five, social skills. The five components of emotional intelligence in the workplace. Number one, self-awareness. Emotions affect your team. For example, a manager in a bad mood with no self-awareness makes bad and biased choices. A manager in a good mood with heightened self-awareness, realizes and isolates negativity, focusing on the task at hand. If you're self-aware, you know and feel comfortable with yourself. You understand your strengths and shortcomings, how you respond in certain situations and to certain people. That information gives you the power to meet goals, motivate and create a fair and inclusive culture. It tempers your communication style and gives you reason to listen to the people around you. In other words, you're self-aware enough to know when you need help, from who, and how you can apply your characteristics to achieve an outcome. Let's look at an example. Luca, a newly promoted manager in an office environment, is helping his team to complete their day-to-day tasks. His actions are being interpreted, unfortunately, as micromanaging. Luca senses tension in the team, but he hasn't made the jump from worker to manager. He doesn't realise that his actions are detrimental to team performance. When Luca's employees say, don't worry, you're busy, I can do it, he doesn't hear the truth of the statement, that his focus should be elsewhere. He assumes that they are demotivated. To gain more self-awareness as a new manager, Luca could keep a self-reflective journal to help him process the situation, or he could use the Eisenhower matrix to help him prioritise and delegate. Number two, self-regulation. Think back to your last employer who acted impulsively or irrationally. Did you trust them? What was it like working under their watch? An emotionally charged environment is usually fraught with conflict. It feels tense or distracting. 
you probably felt like you couldn't contribute. Calm in the face of adversity is not a natural response or something you're born with. The emotional brain is far faster and older than the rational frontal cortex. It sends us into fight or flight whenever we need to defend ourselves, and it can happen at innocuous and frustrating moments. For example, when an employee challenges your decision, or if you're asked a question you don't know the answer to in a meeting. Self-regulation is a skill you need to practice, and there are great rewards if you can master it. You become approachable, able to deal with conflict, create a nurturing environment, and lead by example. Number three, motivation. Goldman's third component refers to motivation for enjoyment rather than money or a promotion. What is motivation for enjoyment? It means you understand why you are passionate about your job, realize how much you want to lead and have an optimistic outlook. Even in the face of a bad day, you can still find the silver lining, feel energized to fix problems and determined to cheer the people around you onto the next success. It's self-motivation, you're doing it for you to fulfill your personal goals and needs to drive a higher performance. Number four, empathy. If you can understand the emotions of others and relate to them, you can see problems from all perspectives and make objective decisions. Empathy diffuses bias. Being empathetic means you're a good listener and interpreter, attuned to body language and expressions. For example, your employee has worked hard on a report, but a mistake at the beginning has affected the results. The mistake is a mathematical flaw stemming from a missing qualification. The employee is not lazy and does not have poor attention to detail. On the one hand, it is your duty to point out the mistake and help them to rectify it, but you sense that doing so will deepen an existing insecurity. You could say, I can see you're disappointed with my feedback, but please don't be concerned. You've put a lot of hard work in and it won't take much to get things back on track. That's why we have quality checks. You can always come to me for support and if you would like to improve your skills in this area, I can arrange some training. An empathetic manager is considerate, balanced and fair. Applying empathy gives you a superpower. You can read your employees and know what they need from you, when they need challenging, when they need constructive feedback and when they need more training. Number five, social skills. It is important to build a strong rapport with your team. Not only is it part of a good leadership, but it's also essential to boosting staff productivity and increasing loyalty. Having solid social skills, such as active listening, verbal communication, non-verbal communication, leadership and persuasiveness enables you to connect with your team. How to handle low emotional intelligence. Goldman believes that emotional intelligence can be learnt or improved. His five components make it easier for you to identify areas of improvement and work towards understanding emotions and managing them. Having strong emotional intelligence skills will enable you to empathize with your team, communicate effectively and manage conflict. These are three capabilities and qualities of an effective leader and manager. How you can use emotional intelligence to help motivate your team. Through practicing emotional intelligence at work, you can help your team strive for success and reach their full potential. Goldman's motivation element is key here. Motivation is an infectious quality. Through being self-motivated, you can inspire members of your team to become motivated. Utilizing your social skills, another of Goldman's components, will play a strong part in encouraging your team to go the extra mile. If you form a strong relationship with your employees, they're more likely to go above and beyond. The advantages and disadvantages of emotional intelligence in the workplace. As with anything, there are pros and cons. 
Emotional intelligence in the workplace is extremely beneficial, but there are disadvantages to using EQ too. Generally speaking, the use of emotional intelligence at work has a positive impact. It can increase job satisfaction and performance through the following. Controlling stress and minimizing conflict, creating smoother, easier adjustments, improving communication and teamwork, increasing motivation, and promoting a positive work environment. Above all, as a leader and manager, you'll be effective and respected. To improve your emotional intelligence, you can identify your weaknesses referring to Goldman's five components and ask for help and feedback from your own manager. Once you have identified the areas that need attention, you can actively practice emotional intelligence. Eight ways to improve your emotional intelligence. Number one, keep a journal, record your observations and responses and get to know yourself. Learn what your values are and why they are important to you. Get to know what motivates you and what riles you up. Number two, ask for feedback from your seniors. Ask them, am I aware of what's happening around me? Do I regulate my emotions well? Do I appear motivated? Am I empathetic? What are my social skills like? Number three, take responsibility. Number four, take it slow and don't react. Take a minute to think and breathe. Number five, practice seeing the good in the world. Number six, put yourself in other people's shoes. Ask, I wonder what Ty would think about that. What would Olivia contribute here? Number seven, sit back and watch the body language around you. Ask yourself, what does that posture mean? And imagine, how would I respond to that? Number eight, practice responding to emotions, whether you're reading a book or watching the television. Take a second and think how you would advise, comfort or support that person who needs help. Do you need to develop your leadership and management skills? Here are just some of the courses we offer at TSW Training. ILM Level 2 in Leadership and Team Skills, ILM Level 3 in Leadership and Management, ILM Level 5 in Leadership and Management, Core Skills for Management Training Courses, Core Skills for Team Leaders Course, Management Training Courses, and ILM Courses and Qualifications.